You're listening to Media Mind Renew, the podcast that connects your faith with your media. Look, the church has a lot to say about your discipleship walk when it comes to just about everything, personal finance, politics, relationships, but almost no one is talking about the one thing that is actually designed to change your behaviors and your beliefs. That one thing is media. You know, movies, music, advertising, social media, and everything else that drives the culture. If you're trying to follow Jesus in a media-driven world, then you need some Holy Spirit guidance and a strong set of tools for renewing your mind when it comes to media. Good news, I've got your tools. Listen, wisdom is calling out in these streets and I'm just the watchman on the wall, taking notes and teaching you how to break down media messages so you don't fall off your faith journey. I'm your host, LaTroya Hester. Let's go. What if I told you that there was a way for you to apply wisdom to your media and entertainment habits? That there were a couple of practical tools you could start using right now to guard your heart and renew your mind without canceling your Netflix subscription or totally deleting your Instagram account? Well, I tell you what, I've got an amazing resource that's available right now for free and just for you. You can become more discerning and learn how to apply wisdom in the area of media and entertainment without having to change your whole life. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could follow Christ and submit to your decision to be discipled by him and not by our culture? Well, this guide explains exactly how you can take those steps today. So check out my new guide on how to renew your media mindset. Just go to mediawoke.com slash media mind renew. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for coming back for episode two here on the Media Mind Renew podcast. Um, I'm super excited this week. Um, I want to talk about discipleship, which, you know, I got to tell you, I am probably the worst preacher's kid ever. Um, Not that I'm like, you know, a wild child or anything like that, but I definitely am the type that, you know, am the last person to be talking about discipleship. That's what I'll say about that. But as I understand Jesus and read scripture and think about the way we all come to be who we are, I recognize that it's all discipleship. Like, you know, however your parents raised you, that's discipleship. And whatever you're learning in the church, through mentors, through pastors, that's all discipleship. But the fact of the matter is, even if you're not in church, you're being discipled one way or the other. So this week, I really just want to dig in and talk about the role that the media has um, in the way that we all come to be the way that we are. So um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I don't know if you have already a preconceived notion about what discipleship is, but um, if you're listening to this podcast, I suspect that you are a, a disciple. You consider yourself to be a disciple of Jesus. And, you know, as disciples of Jesus, we're called to walk closely with him. Uh, we're called to walk closely with Christ, and he's considered to be the great teacher. 
And I emphasize teacher because again, anytime you're being discipled, of course, you're really learning under someone. Disciples learn from their teacher and then they make an effort to kind of adopt whatever that teacher is teaching them. And they, you know, we try to adopt their te our teacher's way of thinking. And as we study and as we listen to our teacher's messages, we get to know him more. And then the ultimate goal is to become more like him. So of course, the same is true with Jesus. And as we study and listen to our teacher's messages, the thing that they say, how they talk, how they move about in the world, we get to know them more and then we become more like our teacher. And of course, when it comes to Jesus, the ultimate goal is to become more like him. Not only do we begin to think like the great teacher, but we start to share his opinions and we start to adopt his values. And that's really the ultimate goal when it comes to discipleship, because eventually you begin to make decisions just the way that your teacher would. Whenever I teach, um, whenever I teach media work workshops, I always bring up the example of, you know, why do people want to be uh, friends with millionaires? Well, you want to be friends with millionaires, not because your friend is going to give you a million dollars if you're friends with, with them and they have a million dollars. That's not the point of being friends with millionaires. The point of being friends with millionaires is because if you spend enough time with them and you start to pay attention to the way they make decisions, then you eventually start making decisions just the way that they do. And that ultimately leads to you becoming a millionaire as well. I mean, that's just how it works. Um, so that's discipleship, but you know, what happens with Christians is that our patterns of thinking and the decisions that we make are more closely aligned with secular culture rather than with Jesus. So we began to make decisions the way that non-believers would, and we adopt the opinions and the values of our broader culture or popular culture, even though the popular culture really has zero regard or reverence for Jesus. And this really weakens our faithfulness to the teachings of Christ and leads us to spiritual shortfall. Okay, so that's, that's pretty basic. Now, here's what I want you to know in terms of media. Culture's great teacher is media, okay? So for those of you who are kind of new to the whole media woke thing, Media can be defined as any vehicle that's used to communicate a message to mass audiences. So when two people are talking to each other, we call that interpersonal communication, right? I'm talking to one person, I'm hoping to communicate a message. I hope they get that message and then we can have a conversation. Um, whenever you're sending a message from one entity or one person or one organization to a mass audience, that is considered um, mass communication. And whenever we're talking about media, we're really talking about mass media, because in order for you to send a message from one um, place to hundreds of thousands of people, you need to use a medium, like a television, a t-shirt, um, a radio, a social media platform. So those are all, that's what's considered to be media. So anytime you're trying to uh, communicate a message to mass audience, now it's through ongoing time spent with media messages from TV, books, movies, ads, music, things that we've been talking about. That's how you learn and eventually adopt our culture's way of thinking. And so even though scripture tells us not to conform to this world, 
many of us are being discipled by culture through media. Okay, let that sit with you for a little bit. Just, just a little bit. I love it when um, my pastor, I go to a church here in uh, Metro Atlanta area. And actually, no, the church is in town. But my pastor, every now and then, I, I hear him be, he, he, he be driving those media woke messages. I hear him. And he talks about being discipled by culture as well, because we're so passively in taking the messages all the time. We rarely recognize that we're beginning to think and act and move just like culture would because we're really being discipled by, by the media. Like media teaches us the way of the culture. So you're being discipled by culture. And so instead of keeping renewed minds that are guided daily by the Holy Spirit, we experience kind of an inner conflict because we've allowed culture to guide us. So the things that we are sure we, we knew to be true, biblical concepts and values, we kind of struggle with whether or not that's, that's really possible. Is it, is it prudent? Is it necessary? You know, is it sensible? Because culture is giving us a very different message, a, di a very different message. So that makes us kind of wonder whether or not scriptural things are valid. And that's just because we're being discipled, we're being taught by two very different worldviews. Now walking in wisdom, that means that we start to pay close attention to what gets into our hearts. A lot of us have a guard at the doorway of our heart that is straight knocked out, okay? Cold, sleep, sleep on the job. In Proverbs 4.23, I'm gonna bring that up a couple of times. It says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Well, I don't know if you read NIV or, you know, King James or Amplified or whatever, but it'll say the issues of life flow from the heart. So that means that if you're finding yourself struggling with these things, it's probably because there's some confusion about what's going on in your heart, probably because you've allowed so many different messages to get in there and your guard is asleep and you're supposed to be guarding your heart now it's sometimes difficult to know how to guard your heart and that's the whole point of this conversation that you and i are having right now because i want us to think about how do we wake up that guard okay now the aim when it comes to media for from my perspective is never to just completely refrain from entertainment and media right like it doesn't mean you you know like i've said before you shut down your instagram it doesn't mean that you turn off, you know, throw out your TVs, turn off your cable, cut off your Netflix. I mean, please don't cut off Netflix. We in a pandemic, okay? We need Netflix, right? <laughs> However, we do have to learn how to keep the guards of our hearts on duty. And part of the way we can keep the guard of our heart on duty is by analyzing those messages that we're receiving all the time. That is what um, you would learn in one of my workshops where we talk about how do you break down these messages? How do we know what the, who is the person who, is, who has created this message? What is their agenda? Because everybody's got an agenda. What is the point? What are they trying to make us do or think? How are they trying to change our attitude? Are they trying to change our behavior? Are they trying to get us to go buy something? Like what's the motive? And when we think about that, we can actually start to discuss the impact that media is having on our culture. We can say, okay, this, 
one message keeps coming through. And now we're seeing a real statistical shift in the way that people perceive the world around them, the way they act toward others, the way that um, we behave. Okay. So that's really one of the most important things you can do to keep your guard on duty is teaching him how to analyze the messages that are coming in. And that's what a media woke workshop is all about. It's about analyzing those messages. And then lastly, the thing you really have to do if you're going to really keep your guard on duty is seeking God about what place each of these messages and each of these mediums have in your life. So as I mentioned before, I'm not going to tell you, you know, stop reading newspapers or quit reading certain books. But as a part of a process for being really open to being discipled uh, by Jesus is really being faithful and committed to seeking God about the place that certain media and entertainment should be having in your personal life. And that's really that's really all there is to that. I wish I could say more, but frankly, if, you know, I guess just to recap on those things, if you really want to learn to keep the guard of your heart on duty, when it comes to media, I want to see us analyzing media messages, discussing the impact that that media has on our culture, because think about it, if everybody acted upon the messages that we're getting all the time, you would see, and we are seeing a real shift in the way people think, behave, the way they vote, the way they purchase products, the way they treat their bodies, the way they treat others, all the things, like everything, right? So analyzing the media messages, discussing the impact they have on culture, and then seeking God about the place that different kinds of media and entertainment should have on your life. And, you know, that's why Proverbs 4.23 urges us to guard our hearts so diligently because... As I mentioned, everything that we do is actually a result of what's in your heart. Now, theologians agree that when the scripture speaks about the heart, it refers to the unconscious mind. But if you actually follow neuroscientists, they will tell you the same thing. Any psychologist will tell you that your heart or your unconscious mind is actually the driver in your car. Like it's actually the thing that's driving your behaviors. So even, you know, modern science is perfectly aligned with the ancient command to guard your heart because psychologists have determined that most of our decisions and our behaviors are motivated and guided by the thoughts and the experiences that are actually deeply held in our unconscious minds. And so the actions that we do, like any kind of behavior that you have that's kind of unexpected and out of line with your best self, like you didn't think you would actually behave like that. I didn't think I was going to pop off like that. I didn't think I was going to feel that way. I didn't think I was going to actually go out and do that. You know, we call that the problem of sin, especially when those actions don't align with who we said we were. But the thing is, we're not really paying attention to what's going on in our unconscious mind. A lot of people don't know this, but your unconscious mind is at work 95% of the time. Of course, you don't have to tell your heart to beat. Your unconscious mind is doing that. Your unconscious mind is do also doing a whole lot of other things, a whole lot of other things, okay, that really should make us kind of dig in deep and take a good look at what's in there. And most importantly, 
figure out how we can keep stuff out of there that ought not be in there. And so among the many important spiritual disciplines that I believe that Christians should adopt, actively learning how to apply wisdom in the area of media and entertainment should really be one of them. Because if you're constantly receiving messages that are antithetical to Jesus's teachings, then you can only assume that some of your actions and behaviors will align not with what Jesus has taught you, but what's embedded in your unconscious mind. And that's why he tells you to guard your heart with all diligence, because everything that you do flows from that. And I would ask you to ask yourself a couple of questions. Here's a couple of questions. Number one, can you think about ways that media has begun to shape or reflect or interpret culture? Kind of mull on that for a little bit. I don't know if you work, you know, if you have a small group that you um, meet with, but this is kind of a good question. How do you think that media is shaping culture or even reflecting it or interpreting it? Because we see that sometimes we see ourselves reflected in art or in media, but we sometimes don't see the way that media is sort of interpreting some things and twisting some things around and then amplifying things that aren't even reality. So how do we see media um, reflecting culture? Another good question to ask is, how has guarding your heart previously looked like in your life? What, is it, what has it meant in the past? Ask yourself that question, and I'd really challenge you to think about what guarding your heart might look like when it comes to media. If you want to keep hanging out with me, I love to keep talking about it. So join me next week for another episode here on the Media Mind Renew podcast. Thanks, guys.